That's right. There's gonna be a fight. Hey, tonight. Can you ever get enough scissoring? Just like a wide open hole just that's real, waiting. Just a throbbing hole. The hole's just a throb? pulsating hole. Damn. Yeah, but man, I saw a lot of dick that night. Yeah. <laughs> Austin and David, have you guys seen each other's dick? It depends on if I know who I know is in there, but I mean, it's sex, right? It's either gay sex, maybe straight sex if they snuck a lady in there maybe masturbation thing. he doped on a dick and yeah, he's dead he, now if he when i'm torrenting more recordings internet it sends a warning and i dump the kittle download in time by the time I've watched the show, it's half, it's time to go. Chug one more swig to make the show sit right. It's alright, I watched the Save by the Drugs. Alright, cause it's Save by the Blood. The hell I watched Save by the Bell. Uh, so. You know what happens when you like someone and that you never tell them is that you can call dibs on them and then push fight anybody who gets in your way trying to land that deal. That's something we're going to encounter in today's episode, Save the Last Dance for Me, which is Miss Bliss, episode 7 of Save by the Bell Reviewed. Hello, I am your host, Carolyn Maine, and with me, as per usual, we have... Ryan Alexander Tanner. <laughs> Is no one going to stop me from doing this? No, I'm going <laughs> to let it play out. I was waiting for the elbow. That's impressive. <laughs> okay. I was going to keep going, and I was like, ah, that's like already... All right. I want to see how far you can take it. Speaking of someone who just likes to keep going, across the pond we have... David Bitsenhofer. Not someone who can't keep going. (laughs) I keep going and going. I'm the Energizer Bunny, bitches. Remember that reference, you guys? After some of the references in Saved by the Bell, I feel like it's timely. It does fit in pretty well to our F-Troop lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and a totally different advertising icon who I'm going to say is Mr. Peanut is... <laughs> Austin Gordon. Cheerio, chaps! <laughs> yeah, he talks like Pretend, pretend that was me waggling my monocle. Yeah, yeah, I think you need a monocle, Austin. You should invest in one. I, I could... think you need to do more waggling in general. Yeah, I, Quit... could, I could handle a monocle. Don't waggle that thing at me. <laughs> so before we even get into the episode, I just want to laugh at the Netflix description of this oh episode <laughs> in which it refers to the dance as a school mixer. And there is nothing like more old fashioned to me than when someone calls a dance a mixer. <laughs> yeah, that makes it sound like a drink. Or it makes it sound like we're in like the 1930s and this is a like country barn square dance or something it makes it sound like you're baking cookies yeah i would like to go to that mixer bits makes good cookies you guys (laughs) he does he He really does i would like to see bits in real life again just for them sweet cooks i didn't bring them last time i forgot about it i know i know showing up empty-handed you guys i mean to be fair i see bits in real life on like a four day a week basis and i don't get that many Mm. cookies how many I mean, would you like, Austin? I get more than you get, but I certainly <laughs> yeah. don't get them every day. He's trying to have you keep your slim Mr. Peanut figure. 
did that wasp waste. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We should have made that a Patreon goal. <laughs> you said, <laughs> said, Vitzel said yeah, you said I'd send cookies. some listeners some cookies if they uh, <gasps> I will pay for that. Can I pay five dollars? <laughs> I I got five dollars on some cookies. Yeah, so I don't care yeah, yeah. We'll talk, David. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, this is actually a kind of good Miss Bliss episode for me. Am Shut I just, your mouth. <laughs> am I just like interested in it again because we had a week off, or is it actually well, good? It's a good episode in that it's terribly dated in an embarrassing yeah. kind of way, and so mm-hmm. there's something for us to talk about. Well, yes. Carol, I've known you in a long time. Uh-huh. I'd say there's been some ups and downs. <laughs> you mean with us or say by the ba- He means well, with us. He nodded at with I'm us. I'm saying with, with you. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Until you wow, said Ryan. what you just said, I've never been disgusted. Which did I say? <laughs> that this show is good? Dis- I've said a lot of things that have disgusted you. We've mm, cut most of them out of the podcast. You never said... A good Miss Bliss episode <laughs> before, and I just I this has a really good toilet scene. That's true, and a really good dance number. Well, we, we got to save that. We got to keep that. Yeah, in we're our saving point. it. Oh, we're gonna talk about that for like two hours. <laughs> it's gonna be a double but stuffed episode. Also, I swear that on the steps during the cold open, the kid from Growing Pains was sitting there. Kurt Cameron or Mikey Seaver, the littler boy, the, the blonde kid, Ben Seaver. Yeah. Ben Seaver's sitting on the steps, man. I mean, he could he, he could have been, like, so. an uncredited extra. But Growing oh. Pains was in, like, full swing at this point. Yeah, I know. But the lots are right next to each other. If they can get so. Roz from Night Court, they can get Mikey Seaver. It's Ben yeah, Seaver. That's Mikey is uh, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, yeah. We're oh. not going to get Kirk Cameron because, you know, this had a girl and boy dance where they danced together. And... <laughs> I know. Yeah. Kurt Cameron would only show up if it was a dinosaur and god dance. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to be wearing, like, beekeeper outfits <laughs> for the dance to be uh, clean. That's a little bit like the Gumby dance. Oh, I love that dance. That was really good. I kind of missed Tori. Anyways. So this is the first yeah. dance ever. That's oh, true. Yeah, that's to us, it's, like, number 100, but <laughs> according to real-time space, it's, like, number one. Well. Well, skipping ahead a little bit, they do mention mm-hmm. that they haven't had a dance for like six years because of fights and such, which we'll get into. And it just made right. me think, what if that continued and we had Saved by the Bell with no dances? I can't even fathom that notion. Yeah, so they kind of start this Not... out with Miss Bliss's voiceover. Well. <laughs> right? Well, we. And they use her voiceover to just tell us that they're going to start by ripping off Footloose. Uh huh. Well, before that, we have Mikey talking to a woman. Hey, Shana. Hi, Mikey. This is where all the lockers are. Do you still need help with after school? That'd be great. My dad tried to help me last night, but he just kept screaming that, screaming that, screaming that a yo-yo. Besides, we broke up. You broke up? Alright! They broke up! Yes! Well, see you later. Yeah, bye. Right, oh, yeah, right, he's spitting, right, right. He's spitting game. He's offering sexy math help. 
Yeah, there's a new girl. Her name is Shayna, and she exists. Yeah, she does. She has blonde, crinkle hair, Mm -hmm. and Mikey is horned up for a piece of that shoulder touching at the dance. He's super horned up for it. But uh, so the whole scene consists of him walking up to her, asking about math tutoring, then finding out that she had broken up with her boyfriend, and then celebrating. And I just thought, like... If you guys, given a scale of 1 to 10, 1 least excited and 10 most excited, and you knew nothing about Saved by the Bell, how excited would you be to watch this episode after that opening scene? Like a 3? <laughs> I'm usually at like a 3. You're higher than I would be. I could. <laughs> I am higher than you. <laughs> I was going to give it like a 1.5 a or 2. <laughs> and like, there's no jokes in it either. Yeah, my, wow, but you guys like this. Yeah, my my note that I made was Mikey's enthusiasm for a breakup is apparently a joke worthy of going into the opening <laughs> credits. Well, yeah, yeah, no one laughs. So Shanna, she tried, Mikey is smart at math, I guess. Yeah, well, he's yeah, kind of like Slater well, was. He's like the proto-Slater, right? He is such he's the proto-Slater. He's clearly the proto-Slater. super is, but I, was Slater good at math? I don't remember that. He helped Jesse yeah, he doesn't, great answer. Yeah. Okay, because girls oh, yeah. are bad at math. There's this undercurrent in Saved by the Bell that it's just men who are better at math than women. Yeah, as as David huh. reminds us during his season recaps, <laughs> Slater's math trait could possibly just be an innate male skill. It's because we're always measuring our kids. <laughs> That's like <laughs> one ruler you're all born with. For oh, sure. really? Yeah, I've I've said it. I think, but I don't know if I've said it here um what how, how what's the multiplication table of the usage of that joke um you should know how big your penis is and then how tall you are in terms of dick size like how you measure horses in hands oh so you, you know, know how many of your own dicks tall oh, you are how many dicks tall you are wait whose hands your own so dick i'd be no, like, like whose hands do you like horses a king a, a king. king yeah because horses don't have hands so you can't right. measure them by but you hands. use the king's hand to measure horses oh okay double, uh, what was that david I, never yeah. heard I said so i'd yeah. be like you know 1.1 dicks is that what you're saying I... <laughs> and i'd be yeah, point, yeah. i'd be 0.5 dicks tall <laughs> oh my god well we're learning a lot about each other <laughs> 1.5 so yeah so then miss bliss comes in with her with her proper british voiceover and is like we don't get to have dances anymore. I couldn't even understand the oh. word dance. Like, I rewound it three times. Like, did she say, like, dalliance or dad or what? Dance. I don't know. So I'm do just an think... idiot, though, too. That doesn't help the situation. <laughs> well, there we go. I mean, that's usually the solution. Um, DB. Do you think Uh-oh. that... <laughs> just no. Mm. The end. All right, I'll go home. Um, <laughs> do you think that what's happening here... I feel like all these Miss episodes are always about setting a precedent. For what will come later. Mm-hmm. Yes. So do you think the rest of the series is trying to make up for the lack of dances <laughs> over the last six years? That's the only explanation oh, I could come up yeah, with. Yeah, that they're cramming them in to make up for lost time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I could buy that. That's the best we got, yeah. yeah also, yeah. one thing I really noticed this episode is the blown out colors. Did yeah. anyone else notice no. that? It really looked like overexposed. It the did. Whole it looked like oversaturated. I don't know if that was... Because I don't remember that from when I was a kid and I'd watch these, but maybe. I just don't remember if this was, I don't know if that's a function of, like, just a bad copy of the of the episode or if, like, Netflix screwed it up somehow or I don't know. I mean, if there's one thing I expect from Saved by the Bell, it's blown out colors. So it didn't strike me, but you're probably right that it was more extreme. It looked different than every other episode ever. Yeah, 
I thought well, so. Well, shit. There you have it. Yeah, so Miss Bliss has a weird British voiceover about ripping off Footloose, and JFK, high school, middle school, grade school, has not had a dance in six years because of some belding lawsuit. Yeah, apparently someone got punched, punched in the face and broke their nose and needed a nose job. Right? So you can't let teens dance because they get so horned up that they hit <laughs> yeah, each other. It, it, the through line doesn't quite track, right? <laughs> Well, well, I make this comment later in the episode when Belding starts freaking out about like kids fighting, but I'm like, have they, they've had no other fights at the school other well, than this dance? Like, what about when Deke? They had a fight with, right. right. When, when Deke was there two episodes ago and he was right. like about to puree screech. Yeah. And, and Mr. Belding was just walking by aggressively, <laughs> not noticing the I fighting know, then. But did you guys not watch this episode? Uh, this one I did watch. This dance causes a fight. <laughs> well, it is very profound. Like, Mr. Belding is proven right. But <laughs> I will say that kids are going to find a reason to fight no matter what. Right. And then B, it's like just because they found, like, kids are going to fight over a girl if that's what happened. Anyways, whether there's a dance or not. And so, really, if they wanted to be like, there's a ban on dancing, then, like, Mr. Belling, like, do you remember all the 69s last time we had a dance? We can't be having that anymore, you know? (laughs) The whole dance floor was just covered in student 69 No, they just wouldn't, just writhing on the floor. (laughs) 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 And to to your point, David, you could do this entire episode without the dance. Yeah. Like, it, it could just be Zach asks the girl to, like, go to Cosmos for pizza with him. And Mikey's like, he's like, you fuck her. I was going to ask her out. And now she's dating you. Let's fight. Dude, Mikey would never tell Zach to thing. fuck her, Austin. That's the exact opposite <laughs> of what the episode was. Well, maybe Mikey's a cuck because he sure acts like a cuck. <laughs> what yeah. is a cuck? You keep talking about that online. What is that? <laughs> well, it comes from Shakespeare. Oh. And yeah, it's, it's a cuckold. Yeah, okay. And it, it means the... somebody who likes to watch their wife get fucked. But Oh, uh, so it's like the short term for cuckold. Yes, okay. but it's used more by like MRA shit dudes. But I think it's a funny word, so I use it too. How do they use it? They're like, fuck you, you cuck, when you say like feminism is a good idea. <laughs> They're calling you a cuck. Usually they call men cucks. Because yeah. like you like to get cuckolded if you don't support women. Because the okay. idea, Ryan, is that <laughs> a man who is being cuckolded is less of a man because his wife is fooling around on him and he doesn't know about it and so what if he has a cuckold fetish right well, that's, that's a the different, thing yeah. they're using this insult but it's like something that dudes jack off over it's a pornography category and they're just it's it's framed by their dick again it's hilarious yeah, i think i think to the mras the idea is that there is nothing more disrespecting to a man than his property running off behind his back. Or even in front of him because he feels like he's not as much of a man as these MRAs are, you know? Especially in front of. That's the crux of the real Mm -hmm. fetish to cuckolding, if not the term. And that's what Mike is. He's a total cuck. Well, no, he's not because he gets all (laughs) pissed when his prospective date is goes to someone else. Someone's going to get cucked tonight, though. Yeah, he's the anti-cuck. And Nikki is standing up for that Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but... Yeah. Uh, not to jump ahead and spoil, uh, but Zach is the cuck because at the end he totally jerks off to Mikey taking what's her name out for pizza. Well, we should say that for the end. Oh, sorry. I had a revelation. I couldn't yes. keep it inside. Well, put that back for later. Right. See if it catches. I've been with Ryan. He has a lot of trouble keeping things inside. 
<laughs> Once he's ready, <laughs> it just comes out. No one can keep that aside for that long, David. There's an expiration point. It was bursting at me. <laughs> hasn't had a dance in six years. Kevin's mom settled out of court for an apology and a <laughs> job. <laughs> Miss Bliss? No dances. We don't even know what the dumb fight was about. I heard it had something to do with Belding's daughter, a woodshop teacher, and a clamp. <laughs> so, Nikki is standing up for the dance. She's being the proto-Jesse, and she's being brave, and she's like, Miss Bliss, stop voicing over into the air while you're staring at us, and give us a dance. And then everyone says that the, it can't be done, Miss, but the rumors that Zach remembers is that the dance got canceled because of Mr. Belding's daughter and a clam. The clan? A clam. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it could be, right? As we're watching these Miss Bliss episodes, I feel like there's a very adult undertone Uh that, like, Uh you'd miss as a kid, but maybe parents would pick up on almost. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're attempting occasionally to have all-ages humor, meaning jokes over kids, which they completely abandon immediately once they become Stay by the Bell. Except when Kelly and Professor Lasky fuck. That's in college. <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole other show where they go back to trying to do the adult yeah. humor for a while. Yeah. Well, we had adults here, so maybe they thought it was okay that they were fucking. Yeah. All right, and then we go into the hallway, and Miss Bliss is ditching Tina, who wanted to go have a lesbian scissoring date, but instead Miss Bliss has to hang out with Sherman the sure. nerd. Because they've been working on saving whales for four years together. I'm sorry, who is Tina? <laughs> I know. Who's Tina? She's the one who wears, like, brass hooks and knobs on her titties. Tina Turner? <laughs> no, not that one. It really does feel, again, like... We, we talked about this before, but how the Save the Whales just feels very 80s yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody I just went to a anymore. Fuck the Whales rally. I know, whales are played out. <laughs> the whales what and it's one of those where i'm like are they fine now or have we just stopped caring uh, i think we just There's stopped so many ca- other i think problems. people just stopped caring Austin. i do not think the whales are doing all that well so. okay well that's sad <laughs> now i'm feeling bad about the whales you <laughs> I guys I, I was feeling bad about modern problems i don't need like retro <laughs> guilt but th- so she mentions sherman and throughout this entire episode yeah. i'm like <laughs> What's the point of this Sherman subplot? And how, like, is there going to be a payoff? Yeah. And I will admit that this is the first time I think in Saved by the Bell history that there's been this ancillary B plot that seemed pointless that ended up paying off in spades. Agreed. <laughs> well, it's still pointless. It's still pointless, no. but there is there's payoff a payoff to, to the pointlessness. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you realized why they needed to have this in there. Uh huh. Yeah. I wouldn't say they ever needed it. <laughs> it Agreed to disagree. A, You're on the wrong side of history revis- here, Ryan. This roles. is a show that needed yeah. this ending <laughs> I agree. Me and David are usually on the same team, but Ryan's usually on the I like Saved by the Bell team, and <laughs> I'm like, it's shit. And Ryan True. and me switched. Hey, so, so. Well, we had a uh, Kirk Cameron Dudley Moore incident this morning, and we switched. I don't even know it. 
Oh, you mean body swapping? Yeah. Did they have a body swap movie? I feel like it was the two of them, right? And then I there was no a idea. Judd Reinhold, Fred Savage body swapping movie. I haven't movie. watched that one either. Where were all the other ones? We Tom should... Hanks. No, but Lindsay like... Lindsay Lohan. Well, was when Tom Hanks and Lindsay Lohan switched bodies. Yeah, Tom Hanks got drunk. <laughs> we should review all the uh, body swapping <laughs> movies. Okay. What was... We should actually body Fred swap. Savage one, Well, I right? thought we did, was the idea. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what was... Yeah. yeah, Fred Savage with Judd Reinhold. A... It was called Vice Versa. Really? What was the one with... <laughs> was it Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds where, like, they peed into a fountain and they got their... They swapped Oh, bodies. yeah, that was more... Re- I only watched ones from the 80s. <laughs> but if you're doing so a I only podcast body swap line, movies you're gonna have to 80s. delve into the 90s and, like, So you never, you never watched the Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis, Freaky Friday? I saw that in the theater. <laughs> Well, do we count, like, the eight children suddenly aging as a body swap? Like, big? No, there have to be two actors yeah, okay. that switch roles. Okay. Oh, face-off? Yeah, off? Mission Impossible 2 uh... count? Because that's all it is. <laughs> really? I, don't, I never saw, never saw that one. Actors wearing the masks yeah. so they look like other, of, other actors in the movie and... Guess we gotta count that shit too. But yeah, but face off totally ask, counts. I've never seen face off. Can I ask off. you guys a question? Oh, you're missing out. It's terrible. Yeah. What are you talking about, David? <laughs> it is great and terrible. It's yes. on Netflix now, well, yeah, isn't no, it? David, there's no excuse My, for you. Or maybe talk about how I've never seen it. I really reserved complete judgment on it. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I'm judging you because you haven't seen it. That's my point. Can I, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. How come. In the next scene, in the office, when Mr. Belding <laughs> reports that the CPR instructor is yes. dead, <laughs> why is that I a joke? I rewound that like three times. Like, was he? Did I mishear it? Because I couldn't figure out what he just says. You know, CPR has been canceled until we find a replacement for the late Mr. Floyd. You guys didn't think that was funny? <laughs> well, maybe if they'd been like, he choked on a peanut or something. He choked yeah. on a dick yeah, and yeah, he's dead now. Somebody choked on a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't hear it, but he shook his monocle at us. <laughs> you could hear the shaking of the monocle. Uh, you could choke no, to I death on that monocle. No, I guess the joke was just that he teaches CPR and he died? And that's supposed <laughs> that's to be funny, funny, you guys. But it's, it's missing the part, the only way for, I mean, besides death being funny yeah, in yeah. general. <laughs> the part that's missing for that to work as a joke is he has to have choked to death. Yeah, right? or, or yeah. drowned or something. Which still makes it a fucked yeah. up joke. Or had like some kind of funny name. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Poop Poop <laughs> is dead. Well, like a funny name Mr. tied into CPR somehow. Mr. Mouthhole. Mr. Mouthhole. And then even then, it's a very dark joke for the show. <laughs> I know, it really is. But in this case, it's just like, hey, this guy's dead. And it's like, ha, can't laughter. I think so. That harkens us to the future when we have that professor corpse. Two professors died in college, right? We were at a funeral and one killed over. No, I think just one died. Is that the same one? One died and one we thought was going to die because he inspired everyone. Oh, yeah, he right. He faked his own death. <laughs> so this is, yeah, Miss Bliss is a lot of death and it marries to the college year in the death. And death is funny because Zach is our protagonist and he likes to murder. So we like death too, right? Oh, is that the joke that Zach's the one who murdered him? I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but I definitely am suspicious of every death within Zach's wake yeah. and parameter. I'm teaching in a program right now, and we all had to get 
CPR training for like eight hours to teach in it. So could you save me if I laugh? choked on a peanut? I can. I'm trained. Yeah, I actually have a fucking kit here. Actually, it's right here. That's a Super Nintendo. Oh, that is a <laughs> Super Nintendo. <laughs> no, I wasn't po- even pointing. Or- there is a Super Nintendo in here, but it's like... Your Honor, let the record show that there is a Super Nintendo <laughs> I would here. never deny that there's a Super Nintendo in my <laughs> office. But, um... Damn, now I lost a train of thought. Oh, and then what was great, it was like eight hours. And like in the last hour, I was already stewing about this all day. But people, oh start, people started going, are we getting paid for this? And I was the one that was like, no. And we were all pissed about that. But now kind of the ongoing joke among the staff is like, somebody better choke this week. <laughs> <laughs> choke, choke, I'm just waiting choke, for somebody choke. to choke on a peanut so that it'll have all been worth something. Right, to make it all worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um. So do we... We almost got a, uh, we had a little proto-belding laugh in this scene. Yes, oh, it's yeah. his first laugh. And what he's laughing at is the idea that children should be able to dance together. Yeah. And it's not quite like a full-on laugh, but it's just kind of like the, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't go quite as long and hard. He also mentioned heartbreak from his past when... Right, this is my issue he too. Thought Go ahead. He had a date with a woman, and then she changed her mind and went with someone else, and that's shitty. I, you know, I can understand him being mad, but then he hated the guy, so now he had suspend. He got revenge by suspending his kid last week. And I'm like, what did the kid ever do to you, Mister Belding? Right. Yeah, what a piece of shit. <laughs> right. This is very dark. Mister Belding yeah. is like a huge dick. First of all, he like starts. The way he talks about this woman, it's like basically like he starts masturbating and crying right did. in his office, and lubricating his well, dick with his tears. Well, they yeah, did this, they did the yeah. sitcommy thing where he starts reminiscing <laughs> yeah. and he has like that smile on his face, like oh she was wonderful. She and then he like his face like goes all serious and he gets all dark. And he's like then she dumped me and blah blah blah. And I'm like. That's not how memories work. You don't like remember things completely chronologically, where you're just happy about <laughs> remember yeah, the good and then part and then the bad part and get sad. I'm like the sad part's already with you. you know? <laughs> Especially if probably forty years later, yeah. I'm gonna say you're. So my understanding is that Mr. Belding has forbidden all eighth grade dances because it's a painful memory for well, him. Because he got cucked. And I want to yeah, be, totally. I want to be one hundred percent clear on this. If Belding's motivation for not allowing dances was because he was a fucking nerd that got burned at a school <laughs> dance, I would love this concept a whole lot more. I thought that was the concept. I think that's it. Well, I thought really, I'm not even trying to make a dumb joke. I really feel well, like yeah, that's All the... we keep going back to after this point is the, oh, I don't want fights. I'm scared of fights. We can't have fights. Oh, yeah. right, right. But it seems like that's a thinly, it seems very straightforward at this moment, that the reason he doesn't want dance is because he got passed over at his eighth grade dance. Also, yeah. I'd like to point out, Carol, stop playing Pokemon Go while we're recording uh, the Ryan, I'd rather you didn't point that out because we're trying to keep it professional on air. I'm allowed to poke at my phone. Is there a Snorlax? No. I'm sorry, I'll stop. And like, Ryan, what you gotta do is get in that Pikachu suit. Yeah. It's never been more relevant. Uh, I'll do it. I mean, I'll wear a Pikachu suit. <laughs> But not while I'm recording the podcast. Um, I think we need you to wear Pikachu while you're recording. Austin to wear a peanut. Cheerio. Mm-hmm. David, I don't remember which one you are now. <laughs> He'll be something by the end. Well, we need Ryan in a Pikachu costume to meet Mario Lopez. Isn't that what we're really aiming at? Mm-hmm. I mean, but we're not getting there anytime soon. So. I thought it was going to be a Comic-Con. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah. next week. <laughs> Let's just say that between right? this episode and the next episode, we get a pretty vivid picture of what a shitty principal Mr. Belding is, and it's He's in so a completely bad. different shitty way than the way he is at Bayside. Yeah. You think it's different how shitty it is? Yeah, because I feel like in... At Bayside, it's because he's way too focused on being friends with the kids. Where at, oh, that's whereas true. Whereas here, it's he's a lot more like petty and insecure and m- tries to make it all about him. Yeah, it's true, and it's funny because a consistent trait, probably the definitive trait of Belding, is that he's emotionally needy. Right. Yeah. But in the Miss Bliss episodes, it's about his coworkers. Yeah. yeah. I guess since he doesn't have any more coworkers in the yeah. high school episodes, it has to be about the right. kids. The focus goes to the kids. It's like he's his heart is bitter in the Bliss episodes, and then later he he loves he falls in love with Zach so he much does. that Zach becomes his motivation, hmm. like all of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Miss Bliss is able to convince the Bell Dog to have a dance, so long as she is going to be a chaperone. But she's got that date with Nerdface Sherman. So what are we gonna do? <laughs> and I love that he says the dance has to be this Saturday because the cafeteria right. is booked through the spring. And I, I, I just want to know what's booked in the cafeteria every Saturday for the rest you of the got spring. Spaghetti dinners. Um, you probably yeah. have a dare uh, <laughs> convention. You might have like I a they, had they could be yeah. doing. They could be doing spaghetti swinger club. They could club. have like a choir concert or a band concert. I think they're hosting mitzvahs. Clearly, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Is I think that Belding is leasing the cafeteria to outside groups for cash on the side. Oh yeah, I mean a lot of schools do. But as a uh, this this whole like, but that's the same time that I have the date with the Sherman thing really like resolves itself fine. I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even like. It doesn't even get any more attention. It's just she's at the dance, and like it's set up here as like being a big obstacle. But then, in the end, she's just at the dance with him, and then they're gonna go to their dinner afterwards. Yeah. They could have just not even mentioned right. it with the amount of tension <laughs> it creates. Creates so much tension because we just go right into the next scene mm-hmm. after that, how do you, and we don't know how it's gonna resolve. What's gonna happen, you guys? How do you guys feel about Miss Bliss and her proper British accent? correcting Mr. Belding that it's booties. Oh, I wanted to talk about that a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Brad's got a lot of feelings. Well, because Mr. Belding says, if you don't chaperone, no one shakes their boogies. And she goes, it's booties. (laughs) And I was like, which of those was less hit? (laughs) I mean, Bliss? Okay, well, I'm going to go by if you had Mr. Belding or Miss Bliss show up at a party and Mm -hmm. crash it. And everybody would kick Belding out, and everybody would let Bliss stay. So Especially Bliss with is those more moves. hip. Yeah, Bliss can dance, and she's pretty, and she's a lady. And Belding is like a full-on child predator, yeah. looking and acting motherfucker. If he rolled yeah. in your house, you'd have problems oh, with yeah. him. He like comes straight in your front door and goes into your bed at he a party. Eat all my steak bites. Get his hairy hands all over oh. your furniture. <laughs> be touching up your ottoman. But I feel like it should be shake their booty, not booties. Or am I wrong? No, it's booties. I think it's booty. I don't know. I don't know. Let's conjugate this sentence to show how cool we are. Now we're the uncoolest. We're getting kicked out of our own damn party. (laughs) We would like to reinstate the eighth grade dance. Okay, but the dance has to be next Saturday because the cafeteria is booked through spring. If you don't chaperone, 
No one shakes their boogies. It's booties. But, <laughs> I'll pretend I didn't hear that. Which means, and I quote, no. Mr. Belding, remember your eighth grade dance? The the ex the ex Of course I do. I had a date with the girl of my dreams, Carol. What was she like? She was tolling. Changed her mind and went with Sinclair. I'm going to now. I hated Sinclair. I got even with him. Last semester I this kid. One Saturday night, and it's over. Well, think positively. Maybe I'll get Dorks never gets Okay, but if you don't chaperone, no one shakes their the CPR program will not be held until a replacement can be found for the late Mr. Floyd. So we go to the hallway and Nikki finds Lisa and Nikki is excited to have been asked out by somebody whose name I am not going to remember. Dude, well, she's asked out by a bunch of people. No, Lisa and this is. Nikki's asked out by one. Oh, yeah. I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, Lisa is shopping <laughs> around for men and advises Nikki to break a lot of hearts and make a lot of future yeah, buildings. So this is interesting. I would call it non-canonical. Oh? This is the only time ever that Lisa has game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she did land that nerd boy, but she did sell her identity to do it. It's kind of close to, yeah. like, the way she shops at the mall is the way she's acting about men. But she certainly doesn't keep game. Well, it's like, usually she she has no love interests ever, basically, yeah. in the whole series. Mm-hmm. And in this one, she has, like, ten dates. It just was, it was not consistent with her character that we come to know. But then she also says, like, somebody asked her and she's like no he makes screech look like rob Lowe, which 80s right and then screech is all excited about that too but that's doesn't really go anywhere except for a very interesting line we'll get to later well it's pretty crazy that there's somebody lower than yeah. Screech. Well, I, think mm-hmm. I know i wanted to say i think they bad. said his name was no neck nelson Ooh. so i think the idea is he's the fat kid uh, or he just wasn't born with a neck, and the children deride yeah. him. Yeah, either Poor guy. either way, he's a physically deformed freak <laughs> or a fat monstrosity, yeah. and that's the only thing Screech can be better than. He's just a floating than. head. <laughs> well, that'd be cool. Uh, he's like Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to the prom with Zordon's yeah. ass either. Come to me, my rangers. <laughs> That would have been cool, actually. You want to go to the prom with Zorro? I mean, I would. No. You'd be getting head that night. Well, I'm saying, if you're just a floating head, you better be able to eat pussy, <laughs> though, I'm saying. Like a champ. You gotta lick it before you don't stick it. That's pretty much it, yeah. I know. You better exactly. eat ass, yeah, too. Oh, we're not going down that Yes, we road. will. We're going to with Miss Bliss later. We're not that's go- a spoiler. <laughs> we're not going down that dark alley again. <laughs> the Dirty Back Road is the song that the B-52s have about it. It's very apt. Is it about eating ass? Yes, it is. The B-52s have a song about eating ass? Of course they do. It's, it's called Love Shack. No, well, that, there's one more directly about it. Is that what a rock lobster is? <laughs> I'll show you a rock lobster no. later. No. Do you ever wonder 
Brock loves What stuff. percentage of, we'll just say pop music, for lack of a better term, is, <laughs> is about, about sex ass. in general? Like, I generally assume 85% of it is. 70%. I think you're low on that, Austin. <laughs> I went... I went lower than Austin. I thought Austin would be more conservative than me. And I guess, especially me, if I was considering just love and sex, like dating, love, sex, like... Yeah. The human yeah. animal urges, the, the drive to coitus. I like how it's gotten less subtle <laughs> over the years. Like, it used to be, like, about veiling it. And now, like, I'm, I am personally a big fan of R. Kelly. <laughs> and he's just like... Hey, baby, let's have sex. We're gonna have sex <laughs> like, that's it there's not know. like there's playing not fallout 4 and they've got like songs from like the 50s and there's a song called rocket 69 and it's about exactly what you think it so yeah screech is spying on the girls and he learns that he's undesirable but he doesn't let it get him down mm-hmm. and the girls are trying to make their best options and then we go to the coolest place ever to talk about toilet secrets yeah we're in the boys room and mikey is trying to figure out how to get the girl and zach comes in to teach him about how to be cool and he curiously does not mention the girl he's interested in yeah yeah that's a real hole in this plot (laughs) really really guys Just like a wide open hole that's waiting. Just a throbbing hole. (laughs) Hole throb? Pulsating hole. Um, Did any of you guys ever barricade the bathroom (laughs) to be in there alone together? I'd just say, if if I ever came across in like high school or middle school a barricaded (laughs) boy's bathroom door, my mind's wandering as to what's going on in there, and I can guarantee you talking about how to get a date with a girl is not what I'm thinking is happening in there. David, what are your top three guesses? <laughs> it depends on if I know who I know is in there, but I mean, it's sex, right? It's either gay sex, maybe <laughs> straight sex if they <laughs> snuck a lady in there, maybe masturbation. <laughs> and yeah, so Screech tries to get into this bathroom while they're having their secret boys talk, and Screech has to take the shit of his life. Yeah, they're like, he's really bursting at the bathroom scene. on the second floor. He's like. And I kind of like the audio effect of this. He's like, all right, but I don't know if I'm going to make it. And, like, it trails yeah. off, like, the last two words as he's clearly running <laughs> away. That'd be difficult with all, the, like, the obstacles up there to, like, get through the tires and, like, swing across uh, the road. That was Bayside. That oh, was Bayside. yeah. Yeah, that's, this is John it's, F. Well, I'm pretty sure there's something fucked up going in JFK high school. Yeah, well, we'll never know. Middle school. I like when Zach and Mikey are reminiscing about their experiences Oh boy! And you're like, remember when we peeped at girls and you stood on my shoulders? He's like, yeah. And then we just ended up peeping at that grandmother, and it's like, what? what? Yeah, she was soaking her teeth, which I think is a euphemism. Yeah. Well, I do but too. Why did they keep watching I don't her? No, I just wrote down like, oh, little sex criminals. <laughs> because when you're a horny eighth grader, you take what you can get, Ryan. This is pre-internet. That's true. <laughs> That's true. The weird thing for me is that imagine having another man on your shoulders. His mm. dick would be right at the back of your neck, and he gets a boner right. watching this old lady. <laughs> oh, you mean like he's sitting? He's yeah, in a, they're stacked uh, on I each other. I assumed he was standing peak. on his shoulders. Uh, I feel like it's bonered. Yeah, I pictured feet on the shoulders, not like that he was like a toddler. Well, that makes it okay his, his then. His dick was like poking him in the pituitary yeah. gland. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then it made him go through puberty. Yeah, that's what triggered so, That's how Zach got barricading thing for a second. Why did they barricade okay. the bathroom yeah. door? Like, uh, I think it's supposed to be that, like Mikey thinks this is like a big deal. <laughs> to, to like ask, hey, how, uh, how do you talk to a lady? Like, I don't know. Is it, this, is a, this doesn't seem like something you need to be very secretive about. He's bashful. No, you really don't. So then I love that they turn, hey, remember that time that we tried to peep on some girls and failed? into like an example of a time that Mikey wasn't afraid to go after a girl and I'm like that's not going after a girl at all in any way <laughs> that's like you're peeping through a window because you're too afraid to like make a move that's like the exact opposite of going after her hey Austin it takes bravery to <laughs> stalk a woman <laughs> that's the first sign of courtship is when you jack off with another boy mm-hmm from outside the window. Yeah, that's a tribute. So let me ask you a question, Carol. Uh-huh. As the as the female representative on our show. Ooh, a lot <laughs> of pressure. A, as a representative of yeah. all yes, women. You're, you're I got this. For all women here. For the female community. Yeah, if a guy comes up to you, looks deep into your eyes and says, "Woman, you're <laughs> awesome." <laughs> is it just like it's it's just like you, he bought a one-way ticket to Pound Town at that point? Sploosh, sploosh, sploosh. <laughs> sploosh city. Wait, my uh, carpet, my carpet's getting all soaked here. You scotch guarded it, Ryan. I you know. wanted to host. I should have put down a blotter. <laughs> I gotta get some sponges. I'll be right back. I can't. Here, I can't this decide one. if that's like <laughs> clever writing of what like stupid eighth it's graders. It's not clever writing. <laughs> Like what an eighth grade player who thinks he's got game would say, and he clearly is just full of it. Or if they just were like, fuck it and wrote it. Yeah, I feel like it's language, again, that would be given to Slater in the future. It's like that woman thing is like that machismo thing. Like, uh, woman, cave, fuck time. Now, it's just really primal. And they think that's going to, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's better than girl. Yeah, I guess. Girl, you know. He does at least give them the respect of calling them women. Yeah, I would you just love. say woman, that's... <laughs> that's true, that's true. It's Woman! Yeah, it's got a lot of, like, I will yeah. hit you, woman. Yeah, I know, it's true. It, it, is, it is ominous. Woman! Like, you are like awesome! That's what it is. You have to make them afraid and then feel really... Like, antagonistic, even though... It... Sure, that's why it's antagonistic, David. That's how they keep no, you no, down. No, no, I'm not trying to defend it, but I feel like I know, woman is, I know. like, very frontally antagonistic, like... Yeah, but if you're that's if you say true. like, "Girl, you so fine," yeah. that's not like a dimin. I'm trying to belittle yeah. your stature by saying "girl." I may be belittling your stature, mm-hmm. but it's not in my use of the word "girl." Right. The problem is, is that there is so much sexism that there is no word <laughs> you can call a lady person that is okay. There's also problems with female that usually gets used mm-hmm. to like be scientifically detaching when like a nerd jock is pointing out something annoying. Well, Females engage in coitus. Yeah, back back when I was dating, this was kind of generally my premise: is like men have really ruined this shit for each other. <laughs> Everything. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. there's yeah. nothing you can say anymore that doesn't have a negative yeah. connotation because of horrible men. Hello, nice lady. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty lady. That's what you should do, is Jerry Lewis. Even Jerry though Lewis. Jerry Lewis is very sexist. It's true. See, see, there's see? nothing. You can't win. There's, there's nothing. Nothing. Nothing is left fuck um yes so uh what happens when two young bucks start showing their dominance in the toilet 
somebody would have a problem with that and somebody would come and burst in in a display of dominance and aggression. Mm-hmm. And that is Mr. Well, Beldog. So Screech comes back and he's like, the, what, the upstairs bathroom was out of, out of order. order, so he needs to go to this one. And so then they open the door and then Mr. Bell is just standing there like, well, what's he doing? He was definitely listening to a cup to the boys I pooping, but they the weren't pooping. That Screech had fetched Mr. Belding yeah. as like muscle to get him into the bathroom <laughs> if they didn't let him in. Didn't you see Belding was holding a newspaper, you guys? <laughs> oh, maybe he was just waiting in line. <laughs> but then yeah. he was like, what's going on here? Without saying the hey, 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 which, you know, how disappointing. But then they say they're cleaning up the graffiti. I know, which is just, it's like... Uh... It's like a cup that's half empty. Do you think Mr. Belding ad-libbed that? The hey, hey, hey? hey, hey? Probably. Mm -hmm. Well, Mr. Belding then is like, what are you guys doing here? And they say, they're cleaning up the graffiti. He's like, and I'm going to buy that? And they're like, it said something bad about you. It's like, keep up the good work and leaves. And I'm like, why did he buy that suddenly? (laughs) You can always play to Belding's vanity. (laughs) And why would they need to have... Locked the door to clean up the graffiti. Um, I feel like, yeah, that'd be something for, like, if you're making graffiti, but, like, if you're drawing it with your own scat, like, cave yeah. art in the bathroom. I've done that before. Scat graffiti. That's what I think happened in that room, right? Uh, yeah, what did you draw, David? It was a penis. I'm, <laughs> I was in a middle school. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> my sense of humor was fairly childish. I'm like, the sophisticated humor I have today. Yeah, but a poop penis, that's yeah. pretty good. That's avant-garde. <laughs> that's art. As an artist, yeah. that's art. Miss Brett, I hate to tell you this, but we have to have a meeting. Give me the rest of Mr. Good Times no-nos. Okay. No loud, no sticky no sticky no low Oh, my love. Mr. Belding would never let that happen here. What he doesn't know won't hurt him. Hey, 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 what is going on here? Just go to igg.me slash at slash sbtbreviewed or go to the sbtbreviewed.com website. It's so simple, even Screech can't screw it. Thanks, gang. Well, I'm off to chase an armadillo out of the tennis court. Support Saved by the Bell Reviewed on Indiegogo. It's not the choice of idiots. Hey, relax. Remember Debbie Rinder's slumber party? Yeah, you let me stand on your shoulders so I could climb that tree and at the girls. Yeah, we ended up in the wrong tree and watched Debbie's grandmother her So try the one on the first floor. This is the first floor. Mr. Belding, sir. What's going on in here? We were just cleaning off the graffiti. And you expect me to believe that? It was about you. Well, keep up the good work, boys. So we go back to the hallway, and 
Shayna wants Zach to take her to the dance, and she is pretty much as horned up as someone. <laughs> maybe she should go into professional vending machine stalking. When she's I an think adult. about the fact that they're in she wants grade, the ZD. actually makes you uncomfortable when you you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is she like? Eleven? It's not okay. She's talking about wearing a mini skirt, a leather mini skirt, and putting yeah, her pussy and out. The, yeah, the curfew's eleven thirty, and then Zach's ass, but. The dance ends at 9.30. What are we going to do for two hours? And the answer is obvious. And they're in eighth grade. This this doesn't Finger feel right. Finger banging. David, does it help you feel better to know that the actress would have been 14 <laughs> when uh, no. this was filmed? Not David in the least. David, say no. <laughs> okay. Good answer. We got, that, was a, that was a softball, but you, uh, you knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Oh, uh, the actress oh. playing Shayna is named Alexandra Lee. Uh, she Christopher Lee's daughter. has gotten more work than I was expecting to find when I looked up her IMDb page. Uh, nothing. You mean any? Yeah, as in she's, she's had work. This is her first gig, but then uh, she's had nothing terribly significant. She was on like 20 episodes of Party of Five. Uh, with the guy you like. With what? Scott Wolf. Is that who you like? Yeah, with Scott Wolf, who who was a waiter at the Max. Right. And a double dragon. And, uh, I wonder if... and a double dragon. Oh, that's the cool thing. Oh, did he play both brothers? <laughs> no. Bimmy and Jimmy? Was <laughs> one really Bimmy? Did you say Bimmy and Jimmy? Uh, yeah. Yes. She, uh, Is that true? She... When you beat Double Dragon... It congratulates you, and it misspells yeah. the character's name, and it's like, uh, Bimmy and Jimmy. <laughs> I love the way that they would not spell everything right. Yeah, it's, it's like, you are a great winner. Congratulations, you win game. Yeah. I think the, uh, the most important thing to know about her... Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it here. This is fascinating. Is someone making scritchy noise? We're good. Oh, this that's yeah, fascinating this radio. Uh, she was voted Fine. one of Stuff Magazine's 101 Most Beautiful Women in the World in 2001. She was ranked really? at number 81. What was she wearing a leather miniskirt with her pussy out? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> what was she? It's a good look. What put her on the radar in 2001 <laughs> to become? Uh, she was on a TV show called Special Unit 2, uh, and she was on a handful of episodes of Boston Public in 2001, uh, and she had uh, a pivotal role in that uh, MRA classic, What Women Want. Oh my god, played... That's, I thought about leaving the theater during that, but I ended up sitting through it. You saw it in the theater? I did. I'll tell you what women want, it is not this movie. When I used to work at the video store, we'd get calls and people would ask if we had certain movies, and there was a couple of weeks where people were calling and saying, do you have what women want? <laughs> and you were like, yeah, and I do. You were like, I was no. Like, oh. I think I saw that on a date with someone. So how bad is it? Like, what what did they say women want? Uh, I was like, I'm 32 dicks tall. (laughs) They say that women want you to steal their ideas from their head Mm. in advertising and then be Mel Gibson and call them sugar tits (laughs) and say they should get raped by a pack of N-words. 
Oh, yeah. yeah that's pretty... Yeah. That's what I'm women want. Put that in a movie, but you're not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she played, that movie won 10 Oscars. She played the pivotal role of woman in pink sweater in that film. Mm. And that was apparently enough so, to get her to number 81 on Stuff's list. So is Stuff a higher prestige magazine than fuckable teens? No. Stuff was like the Maxim spinoff. Yeah, right? stuff, was was, like the... stuff was like when you couldn't find Maxim, you settled for Stuff. It was like wow. when all your pages of your Maxim were stuck right. together, you went out and got stuff. Yeah. Well, good for this lady for continuing her horny prettiness mm-hmm. all the way up into those yeah. pages. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't like that she's this rowdy for Zach right now. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. I mean, these days kids do well, finger wait, I'm in middle I'm not saying school. this oh, stuff yeah. doesn't happen in middle school. I'm just, I don't know. I don't need to put, <laughs> see it on my TV. Does that make me sound like an old man? Yeah, uh, the, I don't know. David's... No. Well, the rest of this series is so chaste. David's parole officer wants him to say that he doesn't want to see this on TV. <laughs> that would be great if the parole officer listened to us record and just, like, tased David every once in a while. Or, or if he just was like, redacted, <laughs> redacted. I think we all could use a parole officer. We're like... parole officer guest star. So, Yeah. Uh, they're gonna finger bang, and oh, we're yeah. gonna go to class. And Mikey has helped Shayna with her homework better than her stupid ex-boyfriend and her stupid dad. But turns out she's going to the dance with somebody else, and that somebody is and Zach he's... Morris. Yeah, and Mikey's pissed, and Zach hasn't done anything wrong. I guess we should point that out. Right? Yeah. For once, he hasn't. Yeah, I know. Like for once in Saved by the Bell. Zach is actually innocent, yeah. and he wasn't even like creepy about he, like he's how he got how he got a date with her. God knows he's done a, he has done and will do a lot of shitty stuff, but this just this one really isn't on him at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> do you guys think that once Mikey explained to Zach that this he was going to ask out? Stuff China. Magazine's number 87, Most Attractive Woman. <laughs> that Zach should have canceled the date with her. No. No? Well, we kind of had this argument Diz. before, and it's up to Zach. I mean, I think Mikey should be a better person and just say, oh, all right, you know, especially since he never, for whatever reason, he never mentioned the woman's name in the bathroom. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. if... He really. If Mikey wants to put a referendum on Zach, then it's up to Zach to decide what he wants to do. But either, I don't know. It's up to Zach, I guess. But it's really up to Mikey to say the person's name. I know we're all <laughs> suffering under sitcom cliches here with that kind yeah. of amnesia that we can't say a proper noun. But unless you tell your friend, "Hey, could you not ask out yeah. this guy? Mm-hmm. I think he's really hot, and I don't want you to mess it up, David." Well, you what? have to ask that very clearly, and it's up to them or say yay or nay. And if the hot dude wants David, I have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with the hot dude wanting David. We're but used to you it. better. What be. compli- You don't have a choice. What comp? <laughs> I know the better man won. What complicates it to me is that hottest woman number eighty-seven. Eighty-one. Seems. Oh, I'm sorry. Respect for respect is due, Ryan. 87 is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> Probably. So, um, no, that's her cat. I don't know. But um, what complicates it to me 
is that she seems fine with either one of them. Uh, yeah. She was horny for Zach. She wasn't horny she for was. Mikey. She's no. horny for Mikey to help her math homework. But when he asks her out, she's like, oh, I would have said yeah, but... But, but that's the thing but, you say. And it's also worth that's pointing true. out that Zach didn't... I mean, he technically asks her to the dance, but she went up to him and was like, Zach asked me to the dance. With her talk of, you know, curfews and miniskirts and whatnot. Like, she clearly was interested in Zach. And then when Mikey asked her, she's like, oh, yeah, no, I hadn't really considered that. But sure, you're a nice guy. I'd, I'd go with you, but I already have a date. Yeah. Like, yeah, like well, Zach's her first choice. That doesn't mean she doesn't like Mikey and wouldn't have gone with him. But I, I think it's pretty clear that she wants to go with Zach. I think if you, I don't know, I guess my personal philosophy is if you are going to ask a girl on a date but then someone else does and even if it's your friend if that if that friend didn't know especially then it's on you for not asking her quickly enough i guess i don't know you can't yeah or at least fucking giving your friend yeah. a heads up yeah. or something because he's asked a girl it becomes the girl's choice yeah. yes or no and if she says yes or no that's her choice yeah. and that's where the right. game is it's that yeah. simple you got to hurry mm-hmm. your ass up mike dog or just tell and Zach. i mean he should like, also oh, get you used- ask her then I'd say it's pretty shitty yeah. for Zach to ask her before him. Right. Just Yeah, no. Sure. It's but a she whole has different him, story so. if Mikey was like, I want to ask Shane into the dance, and then Zach's little, like, prepubescent boner gets all riled up and he asks her anyway. Then it's a whole different story, but that's not what happened here at all. So Zach gets the girl, and everyone should get used to getting <laughs> yeah, cucked by Zach what, for forever. Yeah, this is foreshadowing more. for the entire series. Right? Zach sticks it wherever he wants. <laughs> the series. <laughs> Pretty much. So enough of that stupid bullshit. Let's go see how Milo's yeah! doing. Uh, Milo's interested in horned up teens, apparently. Where's he been? He's been in the cafeteria. He starts out by imparting Mr. Belding's rules for the dance, which includes such gems as no having fun, no sticky food, and no finger banging for more yeah, than five minutes. Up here for a second? What's with the no sticky yeah, yeah. foods ruling? I think that's an adult joke. I think it is supposed to make me think about ejaculate. I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. I think he just doesn't want kids getting their sticky hands all over like the walls and stuff. But it's in the cafeteria. Aren't they doing that on a daily basis? <laughs> yeah, Wednesday's a sticky food. <laughs> like, how often is Jello being served in this cafeteria? Is Jello sticky? What's the stickiest well, food? Stickiest like, food. like cinnamon rolls. Mr. Yeah. Belding wants to make sure no finger banging is going on, and the only way to know uh. if finger banging is going on. Is if someone has sticky hands afterwards. But you don't want to have the excuse, well, there's like all these caramel rolls over there at the. And the, the, the stickiness yeah. is. Yeah, from this the is an ejaculate. So if you eliminate the sticky foods, right. then you can really nail down who's been finger banging. I. What he really agree. should do is get a black light <laughs> in there. I retract oh my, my objections. That sounds like sound logic to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's great to see Milo again. And it's really good to see him. <laughs> you know, you know, we don't get we don't get him that much. And when he's there, he hasn't talked about the pipes in forever. And I think he's done with it. But that was like yeah. his yeah, really big like, thing. Well, for us, it was. <laughs> it's like for once, a sitcom realized when a catchphrase wasn't catching up. 
when the catchphrase was a, a slip phrase. Drop. What's the opposite phrase. of catching, you guys? Oh, I didn't know. A, a thank you, David. A drop phrase. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and Miss Bliss is hearing these rules, but during their speech, uh, Milo just kind of gives up on the rules and decides that they well, should actually says, just fucking Mr. party. Mr. Belding doesn't instead. know it won't mm-hmm. hurt them, and then they throw the rules up in the air because they're on paper. Woo! Yeah, he makes it rain with paperwork. But that spoiler was alert, mm-hmm. Mr. Belling is going to be at the dance, so I don't know how this plan was really supposed to work. <laughs> well, and and once again, this goes nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the this is the end of Mr. Belding has weird rules and we're going to break them. Like, it introduces and ends the plot in the same scene. But it I mean, resonated. Mr. Belding's still tense about the dance, but he's not like, this rule's been broken, this rule's been broken. Right, right. It really resonated with me, you know. Sometimes you have to break some rules yeah. to do what's important to you. Throw that paperwork into the air. And also, maybe this is why, slight spoiler, Milo does his performance later that we will talk about. That's <laughs> weird, that part. Yeah. Save all the rest, but so, it is. So, uh, another thing that gets set up in this episode that will last forever is Screech DJing yeah. every dance. Yeah. Yep, this is this is the origin of DJ Screech. Get ready to shake your keisters, because I'm the Screecher. <laughs> but before that, doesn't Lisa say something another, like, along the lines uh-huh. of the no-neck phrase? Yeah, she says something about Screech's looking not that bad or something, and I'm like, man, Screech is getting play in this episode. I like that running gag of like, oh, that's not as, that makes even Screech look good. And then he always hears it and it's like, yes, I like that. Yeah, he, he like says, did a nod. I think it's about time but... I have that talk with dad. Yeah. About like being ugly and not <laughs> good at sex and how did dad trick know. my I mom into sex. Son, you're ugly and you're bad at sex. <laughs> I assume it's the sex talk. That's kind of an adult joke for this, right? Yeah. Right. No, because it doesn't make yeah. sense also in this that. context. I think, yeah. yeah. Like, is he assuming he's just gonna get to do Lisa now? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I think. I think the idea is that he is overestimating what they're saying. Like, he's taking it as more of a compliment oh. than it really is, and so he's like, "Wow, I guess I better have that sex talk because I am hot. They are hot for my bod suddenly." Yeah. And also, he just has to learn how. So. So all of our gene pools are somewhat successful, right? Because our parents fucked and we're here. Oh, so, yeah, they yeah did. your parents fucked, Ryan. Oh. Your lesbian mother fucked your dad. I know. Your tall did. dad. He was really he's very tall. <laughs> and that's why we're here. Your lesbian mother fucked your tall dad. Anytime anyone ever asked me how I, how did you get here? It all started when a lesbian met a tall guy. They're like, no. <laughs> So Screech is trying to ask his dad how he successfully genetically passed yeah. on his genes. Did he, like, think he- steal somebody? Or did he, like, use a magic trick? Was it ants? Did he pour ants on himself? Oh, yeah. Or his date? I think his dad was like, well, son, here's something you're never going to do, but you might be lost in some conversation, so I should go over it with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Screech is hoping for action, and he's ready to DJ forever. Pretty soon, so he doesn't have to dance with people. He can be behind the booth. Well, so he doesn't have to stand there and not get asked to dance with people. Yep. One, two, three, four. 
Ten and a half. Half? You're counting the no nick as the half. You mean if he asked you, you'd actually consider Are you kidding? I'd rather screech. I think it's about time to have that talk with Dad. Screech, no. Sherman's coming to the dance. Yeah. Assuring that there will be no conflict <laughs> or anything interesting. So it's like, oh, by the way, and then Sherman's. Yeah, coming. I feel like I feel like that's this series in a nutshell. Like they introduce a bunch of conflicts, but really only one of them ever matters. And it's the Zach one. If that's the Zach one, yeah. And yeah, Tina, it doesn't really want Sherman to come and have time with Miss Bliss. It really seems like Tina is missing their lesbian fingering scissor time. Like one night of scissor. Tina can't go a whole night without scissoring. (laughs) A whole night. David, can you ever get enough scissors? <laughs> well, I'm a rare specimen, Austin. I think some people get tired. <laughs> and Zach, Zach made a balloon weasel. I thought, I, th- I thought that was prophetic. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That is good yeah, symbolism. Well, and it's all just to set up the joke when he's like, "Look, Mikey, a weasel!" And then Mikey pops it. He's like, "Pop goes the weasel." But nevertheless, it was a, yes. an eerie bit of foreshadowing. Well, I thought he was going to call Zach a weasel, which was a waste of an opportunity. Yeah. He should have. So we go here into what is the part that is later mirrored when we get Slater's knops out. But here's a bit more chaste. We have a full boy-on-boy yeah. push fight. Oh, man. They do that shoulder bump oh, thing. I know. I That's that. a classic Boys move. pushing boys. Do you remember in, like, middle school when, like, boys would fight, but they're not, like, Blowing, doing full punches, and they're just like kind of that shove thing. Oh, yeah. Really <laughs> wants to, because if you punch somebody, then you're probably going to get punched yourself, and no one wants to get punched in the face. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah, that's like a threshold you just try not to cross. But I don't know who who well, wants to see I, Zach I, get I, I hit like in the face. Other right? people get punched oh. in the face. <laughs> 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 Me too. But Miss Bliss breaks it up and drags those boys by their proverbial ears into her classroom to talk about friendship. I was going to say, probably when I think of the Miss Bliss episodes, the number one thing that immediately comes to my mind is, uh, tonight, that's right, there's going to be a fight. And I thought that was going to be in the Screech Fights the Bully episode. And then when it was in this Uh, one, I was like, oh yeah, it wouldn't make sense for Screech to be chanting that. Yeah. Yeah. Belding is worried about fights, and the boys are fighting. It's horns and reindeers bumping each other in the head yeah. in this cafeteria. And then there's a reference to Zach having a sister, which I was frustrated by. <laughs> a lot of willy nilly siblings. I like how I. I think I mentioned this before, but I feel like the Miss Bliss episodes uses siblings the way they use dogs in the standard <laughs> series. Where it's just, Anytime there's just a throwaway joke where, oh, your dog does that. It's like about your sibling in this one. This is my brother, Mr. Blueberries. (laughs) When we get into uh, Bayside and you get the Golden Six, I just realized that I feel like a disproportionate number of them are only children. Uh, Let's see. It's four of the... Lisa? And then you can count the stepbrother later, but I mean, Jesse was... Oh, yeah. Well, Kelly has enough so siblings for the rest to of give everyone one. 
If will they please take them? Please take a sibling. So it's basically Kelly and Slater are the only ones who aren't. Yeah, you're right. It is them. And then I get yeah. Eventually, well, and Slater's an only child until like the <laughs> yeah, last. <no>. Season. <laughs> yeah, it isn't like they ever mention his sister, and we just don't see her. Like there's just no mention at all. I think it's just because there was so little focus on their home life, and they weren't yeah, going to cast. You just any think siblings. there'd be I really think one-off mentions of things, you know? Even if we never see him, and they yeah. just really don't. Like this, where it's just like they casually mention something relating to yeah. Zach's sister. And I, I guess it just underscores. Maybe it just gives us another reason why they're so narcissistic, right? It's all about them. Yeah. <laughs> Would Zach's sisters be hot or evil? Both. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Well, I like Mikey. Mikey refers to him as Mr. Teen Idol. Mm. But I feel like mm. the show hasn't really shown us that Zach is like the golden child yet. No, not a little bit. Like we got it a bit in when Bliss was stooping his dad and she's like, he's one of my most potential yeah, students yeah. with the most potential. And he is very special. I love you. What's happening to your Miss Bliss impression? No it's just like a haggard. It's turning into the Max. It's like an wizard. old witch. Yeah. Now, he yeah, has potential. Point out that when they come in, Miss Bliss is like, you know, what's all this about? And then Mikey says that Zach has kidnapped his girl. And then Zach says, uh-huh. it's not kidnapping if they go willingly, which is a lesson I wish Zach kept with him instead of quickly forgot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I do. I do like that Miss Bliss doesn't belittle. Right. The yeah. Like she's yeah. like, yeah, you know, fighting over a girl is a serious thing, but your friendship is also kind she, of important. Like she's not like, don't be dumb, kids. This won't matter. You'll. But get she does over a piss it. poor, piss poor job of resolving the problem, or like even she like, does de escalating yeah. it at all or anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, so she gives. I thought very interesting advice. Because she says you can't let a girl come between you. Unless you're doing the Eiffel Tower. No, so my understanding is that (laughs) I guess in order to punish her for um, having them fight over her, they can both fuck her, but they shouldn't let her come. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's withholding. Mm Mm-hmm. They like it. She'll be back for more. Yeah, she will. You know, the only way to settle this thing is to measure both the boys' penises, and who's ever got a better penis should get to wow. have the date. How many penises tall do you think Zach and Mikey each I think are? Zach is 12 penises tall, and I think Mikey is 9 penises Carol, tall. Carol, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a... So yeah. that means Mikey has a bigger date. I'm going to go yeah. out on a limb here and okay. say that... A penis limb. Penis limb. How many penises <laughs> long is a limb? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a three penis long limb here and say oh. probably probably the best way to resolve the situation would be to ask the girl which one she wants to go to the dance with. Oh wait, oh. they already did that. Oh, Austin's right, but it needs more penises, Austin. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough dick measuring no, in their the solution. Is, if they just straight up and he's like, you know what, Mikey wants to go to the dance with you too. Zach's like, I'm willing to not go if you really want to go with Mikey instead. Then she just asks what their penis size is. So the, they might as well measure now and get that out of the way and just settle down. Well, Carol, as the representative of all women uh-huh. on this podcast, yeah. as the, uh, the ambassador of women, you're like Wonder Woman. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 
Um, how... I've always wondered, how much does that suck? That, like, when you're dating men, you're just... It's only when you're pretty much for sure gonna have sex that you get to see the it's penis. rough. And it? a little, you know. Have you ever yeah. whipped it out? And me then, whipping it out? Hold on, let me finish the question. I do it every day. Just let me finish. <laughs> Carol, just let me finish. Um, <laughs> yeah, I won't let you finish. I'm going to withhold that from you for punishing reasons. Just let me come between you. Um, <laughs> have you ever pulled it out and because of that decided not to have sex with the man? No. No? But <laughs> Have you, you decided know, that this um, is the only time you're going to have sex with the man? <laughs> yeah. 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 Much more toward yeah on that one. Because you're like already committed and you're like, all right, let's just do the, you know. Right. No dick is that much better than any one dick when you want a dick. You know, there are good dicks and there are bad dicks and you don't get to choose your dick. You know, mm-hmm. you like pre-birth, you are rolling the dice for how your dick numbers are going to be and then you will lot them Pre- as like, they you are. you think it's fate is it's, what you're saying? No, it's like D&D. Pre-birth, like before you're born, yeah. it's decided how many dicks you'll see. How many dicks you'll, you, how your dick will be, like oh, your how height your and be. your weight. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I get And it. you okay. can use like that your bonus point. I thought you meant women. Women, no, it's women decided before they're born how many no. dicks they'll interact with. Okay. You know, you have more or less opportunities based on slight things. I can show you the numbers. Okay, it's, it's a different corkboard. Yeah. Right. yeah, but what was the question? A, a dick can be. You know, none of them are that great, none of them are that bad. They're just weird in general, but you like them because that's what our bodies are like. Uh-huh. So, uh, if a guy had a really, really, really bad dick, yeah, I would just fuck him once. But if I wanted to fuck, I would fuck. Will you describe the worst dick <laughs> you've ever encountered? I cannot think of one that was, like, bad. Except, like, you can look up micro penises on the internet, and I don't want to say those are bad, but I do want to say those are different than your general. Most dudes are, like, between... Four and seven inches. Like, that's most dudes. And you it's <laughs> So most dudes are like, t- I don't know how tall. Okay, how Austin, many, if how a guy dicks tall is, is your average man? five foot 11 and his dick is 5.5, how many dicks is that? I yeah. Can't do that math. <laughs> so that's five times 12 plus 11 divided right, by 5.5. So five five. Are you the saying man? the real equation? Mm-hmm. All right. He's 5'11 and his dick is 5.5 inches. Wait, 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 wait. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real, what's, you guys. You know, size? I just went on five. the naked bike ride. 5.5. You can hear him punch it, crunching. That's a uh, 12.9 dicks. <laughs> okay, that's probably your standard. I'm going to say that's average. Okay. Yeah, naked bike ride. That's a lot of flaccid oh. dicks. Yeah, but man, I saw a lot of dick that night. Yeah, you're um, gonna see a lot of dick. But yeah, the range, the range of dicks was pretty uh, astounding to me. Cause guys, you don't see a lot of dicks. I gotta say. Uh, I do. Well, I'm saying men, yeah. heterosexual men, see very few dicks. And I'd say that 99% of the dicks I've seen in my life have been in porn. Oh, yeah. Because I can't even think of any other time I've even seen dicks. Well, you're talking about hard dicks? Because you see flaccid dicks, like, when you are, like, like changing. Or do you ever do, like, community soak tubs or, like, no. a, the naked bike rides or only adult nude time? Which is fine. I don't think of many. I can't really think of times. And guys like your friend, like, <laughs> Austin and David, have you guys seen each other's dicks? This is a good question. 
I love the silence. It's not like we've never. <laughs> you don't remember. It sounds all bad. Like you know, we've been, we've <laughs> gone to places to swim, and so I'm trying to yeah. think: were we in like a locker room uh-huh. together? Right, probably. I have guys I've been friends with for thirty years that I have no idea. Oh yeah, what and the thing you should really reach out like, and ask them what their dicks. Like. I mean, I've reached but out. But then again, you know, even if you see a dick, it's I've. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever seen like a dick erect <laughs> lie, you know, and that's right, all a, right. That's a very different thing, you know. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, is that all almost all flaccid dicks, even more than hard dicks, are in the same range, mm-hmm. and they're pretty unremarkable. Mm-hmm. No offense to your gender, but it's just like a little bit thing, like blip. No, I totally wholeheartedly agree. And whole flaccidly agree. Don't talk about my flaccid <laughs> dick like that. It's like blip. Oh. <laughs> You know, you're nothing but a slimy, backstabbing You don't push me. Hey, hey. I saw that. They pushed. Pushing leads to shoving to fight the lawsuits and and jobs. It's just calm down. It's really nothing. Mr. Bradley, they're going to settle this whether we're here or not. So isn't it better that they do it than we are? All right, but if they start fighting, I'll take the little guy. Mental. Sherman. I have Sherman. Please don't make me do it again. Hey, so remember that time that Zach gave Mikey the wheels from his bike so he could race his soapbox derby car, but it turned out that he just rookered yeah. those wheels from his well, sister. That's very in character for Zach. He won them from a card. It really game. is, and I kinda love Miss Bliss's double take, which he's like well, that's besides the point. Wait, you bet against your sister and got her bike? Yeah, how did Miss Bliss know about this? She was anyway? like, Zach has a sister? I wondered about that, too. I'm like, Soapbox Derby, was he like eight years old? And how does Bliss know about this? Yeah, has Bliss been peeping on them from the bushes? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, then they make a catcher in the rye joke that the uh, Bayside Saved by the Bell will repeat oh, the years later. Part. Yeah, Lisa does that one, right? Yeah, when she's trying to impress the smart nerd. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh, catch I forgot the I love baseball. That's the only book anyone on the right side has ever read. God. You don't even need to read that book to make that joke. It's just yeah, the title. Yeah, 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 it's just an easy joke to make. Jeez. So, yeah, Miss Bliss basically says that friendships are more important than women. How hard up you are. Uh, bros yeah. before hoes. Bros before Bros before hoes. <laughs> Hi, Zachary. Bros before hoes. That really is the lesson she tries to impart. <laughs> and it doesn't stick though. Mikey walks away. Heck of piss. I know there's mad tension. Yeah, she's like, "All right, guys, so make up," and then she just leaves the room. And shockingly, they don't make up. So you know, I didn't see that one coming. They don't even kiss. She. That's why you should have done the dick measuring. That's like everyone <laughs> can chill after that. Okay, you're like they don't even kiss. <laughs> Yeah, kiss and make up. <laughs> they should make up and kiss and dick measure right now. They but... should go to the dance with each other. Yeah, chubs. but I feel like at this point, <laughs> if Zach had the bigger dick, it'd just be like all over for Mikey. Yeah, I don't think he'd be able to handle it. <laughs> well, then Mikey should know now where he stands. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey knows if... where he stands. Well, Carol's <laughs> estimate is that Mikey has the bigger dick. Is... Mm, yeah, it was an estimate, and I'm not sure about it at all. Yeah, no, if that, I think that really helped things, actually. Yeah, but I think would. this in line with the rest of his character, I think Zach Morris has a big old dick. <laughs> just like how he aced those SATs. Yeah, yeah he, he just he, filled he, in like, the There's just no flaw in Zach Morris, right? <laughs> except exactly. the lack of except, morals. 
the murder. He has yeah. the fifteen hundred and one of on the SATs of dicks. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's not even like it's like perfect size, right? Like, yeah, right. Doesn't even yeah. hurt, but it fills you up completely. <laughs> it's got like just the right amount of veins. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Not too purpley. Yep. It's ribbed. Jeez. And it vibrates. Jeez. Oh, yeah, he can do tricks. He could He could do puppetry of the penis if he wanted to, that's for sure. It's got that, like, vibrating clitoral stimulator <laughs> at the base, at the top. That is, and it's golden. It's just shining. Hey, so, were you guys super impressed at the way that they managed to work some, uh... Don't try to get us back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Did, did yeah. you like yeah. the uh, the hot music of the late '80s that they managed to oh work into their God. dance? I love it. We're gonna hear a lot of sound samples, juice, juice, right now. Yeah. And the best thing is that like Screech should stay a DJ because he's got hot fucking tracks. This is the first time. Yeah, he's got Wanda and the Whiners. Yeah. So this is the first time you hear. Da-na, 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 da-na. <laughs> And then, um, and it has a, an artist and a track title, which we'll never hear again. <laughs> Why isn't he playing any Corey Beers? Well, That's what I would drop on this podcast. There's hot also dance. what, Vaporize My Love. Yep. My wand and the wine. But he's calling then, vaping yeah, way early. Song. Vaping doesn't happen until now. And then the next one is going to be, what, uh... Love my vaporizers. Love, love my vapors. Right. That's the that's the flip side. That's amazing that he's got all these cool vape songs that's <laughs> yeah. just Head come into time. fashion. So, and Sherman is at the. We see Sherman in the background. Yep. And he's like trying to catch food in his mouth, but he chokes yeah. on it. And Miss Bliss is like, I hope he's better at catching tossed salad. Right. Oh, is that what you're talking about? Before? Yes. I get it. Now. <laughs> now we come full circle. Right. Miss Bliss is going to park her <laughs> anus on Sherman's little mouth later. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's what's up. She's like, it sucks to be seen in public with this guy, but behind closed doors, he'll eat your ass for real. He tosses the salad like no one's business. I think Miss Bliss is kind of a sex addict, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but she goes to the sexy rafting trip, like, key party. Sherman Sherman is clearly a fuck buddy. Yeah, well, I mean, I think yeah. it's like she has to do this thing with Sherman every year, and she's like, "Well, I'm with him right now. I might as well have sex." Like, she can't conceptualize just not having sex that night, so right. she's right. gonna plan her ass on his face and be like, "Eat me out." So, did you guys wonder? <laughs> That's it. Upon That's seeing it. what Nikki had on, if she was going to the bullfight after the dance, or if she had been at one before <laughs> coming to the dance. I was too busy thinking about Miss Bliss getting her asshole eaten out. This is my anus, and I'd like you to treat it kindly. Right. And in the bum, it's called her bum hole. Go. Oh, that's true. It's definitely her bum hole. <laughs> there is also a uh, there is also a brief shot when you could see that uh, Nikki was sitting like against the wall with Tina and Sherman at one point, and I felt really bad for Nikki. <laughs> Nikki's mad at Zach and says he stabbed his best friend in the back. And I'm like, why does Nikki have a horse in this race? I feel feel like Nikki doesn't like Zach. (laughs) Because she's a feminist. Stupid feminist. Uh, And so, yeah, Zach comes in with with Shayna. And and her miniskirt. And what? And her leather miniskirt. I'm pretty sure that's not leather. Number (laughs) 81. It's pleather. She lied to That's Zach I know. about the fabric. Their whole relationship is predicated on a lie. 
all I all I'm saying is if you write in dialogue and make a plot point out of someone's clothing and then you show them in that clothing later, make damn sure that it matches what you said in your dialogue. Well, they probably got a leather miniskirt, then put a 14-year-old in it, <laughs> and then realized the horrible, horrible mistake they have made. That's, that's optimistic, and I'm going to go with that. And then they were like, oh, shit, we're making porn. We better stop this. <laughs> Porn's the other shoot today. This one's a kiddie show. Fuck, fuck. Oh, man. Do you like the Screech Mania flyer? I do. I do like that. I would like one of those. Well, I'm sure we can so make it So then, uh, so <laughs> how do we feel about Screech stepping aside to let Milo do a little guest DJ? <laughs> this one's... I don't understand. This part is so odd. I feel like it is the payoff for when Milo threw the papers in the air. He was like, I am a star. And that's what's going to happen. It's just but they like never said so. Milo. It just happens. It's just like a lot of setup for nothing he happening. Even, he doesn't even or, like kick off a song thought, or anything. I thought there'd at least be a slow song, but it's just like your standard fast music. It, yeah. it sounds exactly the same. He comes in with this music. big preamble to put on pretty much the same track. But what I do like is it looks like that actor is auditioning for the Stevie Wonder biopic ten years too mm. early. Oh, I thought that too. I was like, is he is he trying to do like a Stevie Wonder thing here? He is wearing dark sunglasses and snapping, and it's like you think he's blind just because of Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sad. so that beats are dropping, and Miss Bliss goes over to Belding to try to help him get his freak on, and Belding does the saddest dad dance medley oh. you can imagine. <laughs> it's <painful>. pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And Mikey comes yeah. in. And there's a record skip right when he walks in. Yeah, I know. Screech specifically scratches the record just when he sees Mikey show up. Yeah. I gotta say, Screech is never this good of a DJ right, Yeah, no, it's again. all downhill from here. Question. Yes. Just before Mikey enters, we set up that it's the last song of the night. Why did mm-hmm. why did it take Mikey so goddamn long to get to this dance? He was doing his hair. <laughs> he wanted to look good for number 81. I'm pretty sure he was barricading himself in the bathroom, and I'm going to let you speculate why. <laughs> oh, maybe he please, was, like, pumping himself speculate. up. He was, like, in the mirror, and he's like, you're going to do this. You're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you think he was punching the mirror a little? It's like, then it, maybe he even cracked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a star, you're a star, you're a great big superstar. <laughs> <laughs> you do have an okay penis. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Right. There's gonna be a I'm fight. The king. <laughs> you're only like eight penises tall. <laughs> <laughs> I really want never mind. Yeah, no, but I mean everyone take don't do it on the air, but measure your penises just so you know how tall you are in penises. I know, I really am curious how home. many penises tall I am. I'm really not sure. <laughs> how how am I this old and I don't know? <laughs> You just aren't a proper adult, that's all. That's true. Well, that's for a a lot of reasons. I actually got curious and just did the calculation myself. (laughs) I love that you have the numbers ready to go. He already has the variable ready to plug in. I want to know how many of David's penis tall I am. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're a tall guy, so it might be like two. (laughs) It's like (laughs) 1.8. Uh. Uh. Stop! Stabbed your best friend in the face. 
Do you realize you threw away a lifelong friendship for a red leather? I knew you'd understand. Hello, my children. This is Mellow Mile. The moon is full and so is your. It's time to show that special someone just how you feel. So leave your body up to the dance floor and let Milo take you home. Yeah! Take you home. So, how's your evening with Sherman going? I hope he's better at catching the top salad. <laughs> so, the boys are going to fight, and Belding, for some reason, is considering breaking up their fight. But Miss yeah. Bliss is like, no, let's watch instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she probably was like, maybe we shouldn't have our students punch each other in the face because that's what I've been trying to avoid this entire time. They miss both like, like, no, no, no. I mean, they might punch each other in the face. Let's see where this goes. I want to see Zach punched. Well, she makes the comment. She's like, they're going to fight no matter what. Wouldn't it be better if it happened while we were here? And I And I kind of see the point, which is that like, we could break them up if it gets too serious, but it really does sound like what she's saying is they're going to fight no matter what. We may as well watch and get some enjoyment out of it. <laughs> she's like, right. hey, hey, Bell, Bell Dog, I want to watch the fight. <laughs> yeah, I call him Bell Dog, too. These kids, it'd be like, those students are going to fuck anyway, so <laughs> right? why don't we just watch it happen? It's the same thing with drinking. Like, that's what, quote, bad parents yeah. say. It's like, they better they drink here and I try to fuck them. I also feel bad that Shayna's apparently the only person in the entire school that doesn't realize that Zach and Mikey are fighting over her. Because like, <laughs> yeah. Mikey, like Mikey shows up and everybody's like, ooh, here we go. It's time for the big fight. She's like, what? What's going on? And then they call her it. Yeah. And Nikki's like, you're it. And it's sad. Well, to be fair, she was wearing a clown costume. You know, she was hiding in the sewer. Clown prom. Clown prom. Clown prom. Clown prom. So, yeah, uh, they're going to fight, and they're going to punch each other. Well, I just hope that this conflict gets resolved really abruptly. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because Zach's like, I deserve to be punched because I asked a girl out. And Mikey's like, oh, okay. And that's how it ended, I think. That's how I remember it. There's only one thing that's going to resolve this. A bro handshake. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. weird. Like, it it's doesn't make any sense. Because Zach is very magnanimous about the whole thing. But he doesn't have any reason. Like, he doesn't even yeah. need to be. It's like, Mikey's the one who's kind of at fault here. And Mikey needs to have the, you're right, I, you know. Yeah, he needs <laughs> to be the one who, like, realizes that he's handling the situation wrong and be like, sorry I made a big deal out of this. Like, they totally mm -hmm. frame this as Zach doing something wrong, and he really didn't. And there's so many episodes where he does things wrong that they frame it as him being a hero. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, how baffled you are. <laughs> it's just so, so wrong. I'm confused. Well, what they realize is they can both fuck her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, in the very end, they're just like, fuck what she wants, let's just divvy her up amongst ourselves. Yeah, and then they're like, remember, don't let her come between us. Uh, bros before host. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, Zach lets Mikey, rather encourages Mikey to take him to this new pizza place, Cosmos. Mm -hmm. Has that ever been said before? Oh, it's, been, our said, first it's Cosmos? been said before, that's their really? max. Yeah, yeah, but we it's never we go there. Yeah. yeah, we never actually get to see it, but I assume it's run by a wizard and they all hang out there. I oh, mean, then, I do too, but... 
I know that whenever I get mad enough to fight, I can be easily swayed by pizza. Pizza can easily sway me about to do anything, basically. Like you've got me in the palm of your hand if you got some pizza on hand. Mm-hmm. Pizza in uh, one hand, bits in the other. <laughs> and so then, well, Zach admits what that his curfew isn't long enough to fuck her, so that's why he's letting Mikey do it instead. Yeah. But, I mean, that's still a big of him. No, but it's all just an <laughs> elaborate scheme. It's all just him getting out of having to admit that he has to go home early. That's yeah. true. I have a question for you guys, though. Mm-hmm. How many dicks tall is... <laughs> the president. The president. Yeah. So, if you're, like, directing the, a sitcom... Yes. And then you yeah. end up being, like, 30 seconds under the time you need to be... <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do at the end of this? Like You, you have no more material. Well, you cook dude, up I'll, a subplot. I'll tell you this much. The answer to that question is always going to be dance-off. But or at least limbo. in this instance, the context leading into it worked. Do you think that the constant um, underutilized subplots are always just in case the episode runs short? <laughs> Like yes. there, because there's always stuff happening that doesn't go anywhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it seems like they can always go. Oh, we'll just have thirty more seconds of Lisa and her dates. Yeah. Or oh, we'll just have that guy who loves to eat ass dance with Miss Bliss for thirty seconds. <laughs> Suddenly he's a <laughs> apparently rock star dancer. I guess that those are good moves. He's supposed so to be is, out, is right? he supposed to be a good dancer? He is very clearly a very great dancer. <laughs> All right. He uh, does a flip. He punches Belding. Mm-hmm. He limbos yeah. to the very bottom. He he twirls Miss Bliss around, and Miss Bliss is into it. Like I think she got a little wet. I think she splooshed on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's said that however good a guy is at dancing is going to reflect how good he is at eating ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you think she'd already know by now how good he is at eating ass? <laughs> Once a year, he eats her ass. And a whale survives. <laughs> and a whale survives. Question: Maybe she's about to give him a little more this year than just her ass. Question: What, no, more, what more can you give? <laughs> yeah, that's like tenth base. <laughs> yeah, but if that's all you get, sometimes you're left a little wanting. Question hmm. for Ryan and David: As fellow Uh-oh. wearers ass? of yeah. of glasses. Uh-huh. Nerds! Do you find nerds. that nerds. whipping said glasses off your head prior to dancing <laughs> enhances your dancing ability as it apparently does for Sherman here? Well, I would say that it removes my deep concern that my glasses will fly off as I bust my moves. Okay. It removes my inhibitions in that I can't see the horrified look on everyone's face <laughs> as I'm dancing. <laughs> Similar question for all you glasses-wearing nerds. Yes. Do you remove your glasses before you eat ass? I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> Let's just say you, you, there's no wipers on my glasses, so you gotta gotta protect them. You know? Yeah, I pretty much ha- I pretty much have my glasses, glasses off for, for pretty much all sex acts. Really? But then you can't see the sex. Uh, no, I'm uh, nearsighted. Oh, so I'm fine. Duck. I got astigmatism, so I keep them on about half the time. Oh shit, that's crazy. I'm just saying, there's certain yeah. there's certain acts I always keep my glasses on for. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I guess that's it then. Now we know everything about each other, and we are done. <laughs> I think I don't know. I 
I guess it's such a visual thing you can't talk about it more, but that Sherman dance was just out of nowhere. Like, it's like, what the hell am I watching right now? I really liked it. That made me oh, feel for it. sure me that this was a good episode. Well, and okay, so a couple things. One is I feel like the idea is that she's like, oh, I got to take this nerd to the dance, and then he ends up being a good dancer, but yeah. we don't really get enough information to lead us to that conclusion or understanding. <laughs> right, right. The other thing is that, oh, wait, maybe that was the only thing. <laughs> oh, no. But Miss Bliss seems to be enjoying his dancing, I can tell you that much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, the other thing is, is he supposed to be a good dancer? Yes. Yes, yes. he is? Yes. I okay. believe Very we are good. supposed to think he's a good dancer. He's okay. right next to Asian girl in a yellow shirt. Oh, God. She was unbeatable. <laughs> dancing to cool school. She's higher than him. Yeah. He'll live forever in all our hearts. <laughs> So, Mr. Peanut, a.k.a. Austin Gordon. Austin Peanut. Austin Nut. What did you <laughs> learn tonight on Miss Bliss, the episode today? <laughs> did, did, you, did you hear about the time that two peanuts walked down the street and one was assaulted? Oh, oh. David probably did it. Um, wow. Sexually assaulted? <laughs> I feel like people are going to start, like... <laughs> Thinking you're a sex criminal? Yeah. <laughs> That's they don't the whole point of this podcast. Uh, I learned uh, that all-important lesson that women are possessions to be claimed and controlled oh, by men. That is a bummer, but it was in the text today. Yeah. Um. Did we say what what guy Ryan is as, a, as far as an advertising icon? Did we? <laughs> yeah. Jolly Green Giant. I'm, I'm, I'm the Dave's the Killer one, lo- Bread logo, motherfucker. Well, yeah. You... Give it a few more years. It'll yeah. be an icon. <laughs> no, you're Jolly, Dream- you're Jolly Green Giant. You wear a green tunic and you have peas. I'm always talking about hoes, hoes, hoes. <laughs> uh, Ryan, yes. the Jolly, the, the Grumpy Giant. Oh, what? What's, <laughs> that sense? what did you learn today? Um, I learned a lot this week, you guys. Mm-hmm. I learned... That you can measure horses by hands. Yep. I learned... You're supposed to. That the B-52s have a song called The Dirty Back Road that's about eating ass. Yep. I learned that Tina can't go a whole night without scissoring. (laughs) But I'm still not sure who Tina is. (laughs) And I learned a little more than I already knew about David's dick. (laughs) But I guess there's a lot more to learn. Um, I can show you the way, Brian. (laughs) What's that? Why is the screen blocked out? (laughs) Wait, where'd the moon go? Um, David Bitsenhofer, who, as far as an advertising logo, I'm going to call the Copper Tone Baby. Yeah. (laughs) With your provocations. There goes my towel. There it goes. Uh, what did you learn tonight? Carol's during... that kid on the salt whose butt is showing. <laughs> the the kid, her butt's not showing. It's the cop and tone. No, the copper tone baby's the one with the butt. David's showing. butt is oh, out. Oh, I thought who's the salt kid? Oh, that no. The, I'm there wrong. is a girl with salt, and I will be her. She's You're great. That salty girl. I am a salty girl. I assault people almost as much as David. David, what did you learn tonight? Well, I learned that it's not kidnapping if they go willingly. And I guess, well, that by extension, that I also learned that it is kidnapped if they don't go willingly. Oh, well, I'm glad we got you to this point. <laughs> I've got to 
rethink a few things right now. Yeah, you know, you live and you learn. We all have a couple <laughs> regrets. And I, your host this evening, am the Morton Salt Girl. When it rains, it pours. Blart. I learned that men have said so many terrible sexist things about women that there is no word for our gender that they can say without it sounding like a slur. You just learned that? You know, I thought there would be one that they you could call us a people and it'd be okay, but there isn't. No. I thought there'd be one. Not one. Cum dumpster doesn't work? Ooh, DB. <laughs> <laughs> David Bitsenhofer, when you're not insulting women <laughs> I love existence women. as the patriarchy itself. David is the physical manifestation of the patriarchy. Except <laughs> for all the power. I'd be very sad, because then I'd have to, like, commit suicide. I don't feel that like That would make me that. very sad. That's what we look like. <laughs> no, that's just what MRAs, the physical manifestation of, like, all MRAs into one would look like. Oh, like a boss fight. Mm, something it's a giant I don't know. Cronenberg and he's like trilogy. the Voltron of MRAs. Yeah. I like to sacrifice myself, and I don't know. I don't like being that selfless. That's beautiful, uh, David. <laughs> when you're not sacrificing yourself to this podcast, where are you online for our listeners? I am on Twitter at Doctor Bits Doctor spelled out, and you can find me at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. And Austin Gordon, when you're not getting your nuts salted and measuring your nuts, where are you online? Well, you can find me talking nuts on Twitter at Austin Gordon, and you can read my writing at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. And Ryan Alexander Tanner, uh, since your tall dad has impregnated your lesbian mom up till now, what is your <laughs> online deal like? Um, the whole history, no. Just right now. I mean, there's nothing more to know than that. <laughs> um, my website is ohyesverynice.com, O-H-Y-E-S-VeryNice.com, which is, as of this recording, has been taken off the internet due to malware. Ooh. My website got an STD. Ooh, but, wrap um, that shit, dog. I know. It should be back up by the time. It shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. But cool. if you're listening to an episode from a month ago right now, checking my website, that's why. And mm. uh, it's also my Twitter handle and my Instagram um, yeah, that's it. That's all. That's it. <clears throat> and I, your host this evening, am Carolyn Maine, and you may find me at www.carolynmaine.com, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the street, Carolyn Maine at Gmail, Carolyn Maine on Facebook, Carolyn Maine on Twitter, and Carolyn Maine just around the town, fucking up your deal. Carol, you said all three W's. Yeah. I can't believe it. Sometimes they do. Wow. You finally chastised me successfully. <laughs> it, actually, that credit goes to the Mrs. Bitsenhofer. The Mrs. Hoffer. <laughs> I didn't remember it was such a thing. Anyways, uh, you can find us at www.savebythebellreviewed.com uh, forward slash indiegogo.com sbtbreviewed at gmail at SBTB underscore reviewed on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. We are on Podbean. And we are all over your face. And for Saved by the Bell reviewed, I am reminding you that blows hurt, but lost friendship hurts even more. If the blows are good, they don't hurt. Uh, if the blows are great, they hurt just a little bit. Mm, uh, okay. Right? Yeah. Help. <sighs> Toilet secrets. Yeah. It's because we're always measuring our dick. Don't waggle that thing at me. Hey, baby, let's have sex.
Do you remember all the 69s last time? Which we can't be having that anymore, you know? Sploosh, sploosh, sploosh. It is supposed to make me think about ejaculate. I don't know if I, think I really it is. think that. Wow, I guess I better have that sex talk. Hot, they are hot for my bod suddenly. You're a star, you're a star, you're a great big superstar. <laughs> Somebody better choke this week. <laughs> choke, choke, I'm just waiting. Booties. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'll pretend I didn't hear that. When I'm torrenting more recordings, internet, it sends a warning, and I don't think it'll download in time. By the time I've watched the show, it's half, it's time to go. Turn on one more switch to make the show sit right. Zach, let's chill out at the max Giving building panic attacks and eating all my snacks